0: This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 2 Peter.
1: should we live in light of all of these things I mean since all these things are gonna burn he says where should our efforts be focused right now see the Bible reminds us here in second Peter chapter 3 that our foundational loyalty to the one true King obligates us to an eternal perspective so I'm very mindful of the fact that the United States of America probably will not exist a thousand years from now today Pastor Robert looks
0: at the promises in Revelation that the earth will one day dissolve in flames. He centers his teaching around the question posed in 2 Peter 3 verses 11 and 12. Knowing that the word of God is true and that the earth and everything in it are temporary, how then should you be living your life differently? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: I was only eight years old when I experienced my first real betrayal by somebody I trusted and 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 that wasn't the last betrayal I experienced. I've had several big ones along the way and a few smaller ones. and I've learned that betrayal can can cause us to expect the worst. In this passage, it's easy to focus on the worst focus on the negative. you know this passage speaks of death and destruction, the end of the world and it's, it's easy to miss the fact that it also promises hope and change. True hope, true change. Look with me at verse 10. Starts off there, 2 Peter 3.10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved... Be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless and consider that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him has written to you as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction as they do also the rest of the scriptures. You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. What Peter describes is an apocalypse, right? The earth and everything in it will dissolve. It's going to melt. Fervent heat. He, I mean, he's, he's describing global meltdown. Literally, not just figuratively. Literally. According to the Bible, the end of the world will come as a sudden surprise to some people. But see, here's, here's the thing that we need to notice. The scriptures are clear. It's at least a thousand years away. It's at least a 1,000 years away. Now, even so, we're told that it should influence our conduct today. Revelation 19, 20, and 21 describe these things in much greater detail and tells us that at the end of the Great Tribulation period, which follows the rapture of the church, Satan will be imprisoned for a 1,000 years. The rapture, seven years, the Great Tribulation period, the second coming of Christ, after which... There's a thousand years when Jesus will physically be on the throne of David, governing the planet from Jerusalem. So a thousand years at least before we can start concerning ourselves with everything melting. But then what Peter tells us is that we will get a new heavens, new earth, in which righteousness dwells. And the, and the idea that's being communicated is only righteousness will dwell there that's why I say to you sometimes part of the plan is that all evil will be destroyed all evil will be eliminated from planet earth heaven and earth will be uncreated is another way to look at it dissolved as Peter explains and God will make everything new in Revelation chapter 21 verses 1 through 5 John describes it for us he says now I saw a new heaven and a new earth For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Verse 2. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God. In other words, the dwelling place of God, the, the home of God is with men. And he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. Now, notice, you know, we've talked about this. It's important, I think, for us to recognize what the Bible is saying to us there. God with us, not us with God. Now, right now, you know, if if you died today, you'd go to be with God. But the Bible teaches that at some point you'd be coming back with the Lord Jesus. You'd be coming back with God because he's going to come dwell with us. Verse 4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There should be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There should be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then He who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And He said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Now, going back to 2 Peter chapter 3, the Bible gives us a very practical exhortation related to these promises. In verse 11... Again, only righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, without spot, and blameless, and consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. Now, stop right there. Francis Schaeffer and Chuck Colson both wrote books tied to Peter's question, how should you and I live in light of what we claim to believe about the world in which we live. How should we live in light of all of these things? I mean, since all these things are gonna burn, he says, where should our efforts be focused right now? See, the Bible reminds us here in 2 Peter chapter three that our foundational loyalty to the one true king obligates us to an eternal perspective. So, I'm very mindful of the fact that the United States of America probably will not exist a thousand years from now. In light of that fact, how should I live today? I mean, since I know that a thousand years from now, Jesus will be king of the earth, I'm convinced of that, so how should I live today? If I know that a thousand years from now, Jesus Christ will physically sit on the throne of planet Earth... And since I know that 2,000 years from now, all evil will probably have been completely eliminated. All of my most prized possessions won't even exist anymore. How should I live today? Verses 14 and 18 drill down to the core priority for every believer. Look at verse 14. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. And consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. And then, skipping down, verse 18, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and forever. You see what he's telling us here? You see what the, what the Bible is revealing to us? The Lord's priority is the salvation of those who today remain enslaved to the corruption of sin. That's his priority. His love is the main thing.
0: His love is the main thing. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know that you can help partner with us to help see Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy.
2: We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is! We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button.
0: On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, We want to say thank you for tuning in, and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another Main Thing Radio.